This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. You know, more proof that Boston, there's no sports city like Boston. You think about it, this is a Sunday afternoon of a holiday weekend. It's three o'clock. People are, you know, busy. They're doing things with their family. They got all kinds of stuff going on. I've had full phone lines all afternoon because you want to talk about the Celtics. You want to talk about that win last night. Uh, You think they're doing this in Miami today? (laughs) Uh, Not a chance. So I see on the line, I'll take care of you. We're here until 5 o'clock, I promise. 617-779-0985. But I want to talk to somebody who was in the building last night. We go to the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline. Brian Robb, of course, a Celtics show here on the Sports Sub, one of our great producers. Also, Mass Live. Check him out on Twitter, at Brian T. Robb. B-Rob, you back from Miami yet? What what the hell was that like last night in the building? Oh, my God. I am back. Uh, I was in Miami for about 18 hours total. <laughs> and um, I don't think I've ever experienced a crazier 18 hours in my life. Please <laughs> know what... Uh, what transpired, the swings back and forth of that game, um, the complete and utter shock from both sides after the way that finish went, and now the chance for uh, for history tomorrow night at the Garden. Walk me through the final play. I mean, you know, what, what do you see on that? You're right there. You're watching it. You know, as it as it you know full, unfolds, Marcus Smart takes the shot. Derek White as high a basketball IQ play as maybe I've seen in a long time. B Rob. Just walk me through what you saw on it. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, the, it was almost the, it could have been a fitting collapse for the Celtics there. If Marcus Smart would have taken, I can't even imagine what the reaction would have been today, Matt, if, if Smart missed that shot. And that was that based on how that game ended, but I'll give Smart credit for this. He got that shot up quickly. And he talked to us in the locker room after the game saying that, Hey, we know what happened in Philly. We didn't even get the shot off. I wanted to make sure we got that shot off right away. And that almost went down. And you did, out of the corner of my eye, I did notice that White went to the room right away because Max Struess went to double Jason Tatum. And Derek White, for all the good things he's been this year, high IQ player is at the top of that list. And there's been so many times, Matt, where we've wondered, like, why, where is Derek White? in these crunch time situations where, why isn't he on the floor in these spots? And last night, Malcolm Brogdon is out of the picture. Derek White plays 40 plus minutes and boy, when the team needed most made the play that will go down for centuries here in Celtics folklore to be able to be on the spot there and Tatum too, on the other side of the, the play there, he came from the other side of the rim. So the Celtics had their bases covered for a putback on both fronts and, and then they delivered. I just love the way you describe that. Like, you know, the lessons that the Celtics have learned along the way. I mean, how many times, were, were, you know, did we say Derek White should be in at the end of these games? And, of course, he makes the biggest play of the season, the biggest play of the millennium for the Celtics, maybe. Who knows? Marcus Smart, for all you want, you know, gets the shot up early because they didn't, you know, get the shot up early against Philadelphia. It, it really was the encapsulation of everything that's so wrong with the Celtics, B-Rob. But the fact of the matter is they learned enough enough lessons along the way to actually get the job done. They did. It's They played to the end. And that's something that, you know, Tatum talked about and they went into that huddle with three seconds left being like they didn't have time to pout. They just had to figure it out there. They had to execute. It wasn't pretty. I don't think anyone thought they'd actually pull that off in that kind of a sequence. I thought they were, they were toast after Butler hit all three of those mm-hmm. free throws. But – 
they got it done. And to be credit to them, before the collapse in the last four minutes, they played a really gritty yeah. um, four quarters of basketball there between, you know, for them to even have be in position to win that game in the first place, despite shooting 20% from three, despite the fact that the Heat shot 50% from three, is absolutely nuts. And it just turns what has been an incredible series, it just takes it up to a different level. Is it fair to say that the Celtics, uh, B. Rob, Brian, Rob, Mass Alive, joining us on the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline, is it fair to say that the Celtics beat the Heat in some ways at their own game last night? Uh, in terms of grinding it out, they did because they 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 did it for longer than the Heat did in that game. I mean, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, they were you know working hard hitting the glass, but they were terrible in that game, Matt. And Tatum and Jalen Brown, like they showed up, and the whole team walked down defensively on those guys all night long, and that's what you need to do to win a game like that. If you want to go into a, an opposing team's building and pull that game off, you have to shut down their stars. And the Celtics did that for at least for 44 minutes with Jimmy Butler, and then you know he made some plays. I think he got a really friendly whistle there, to be fair, down the stretch. But defensively, the Celtics were the tougher team for the longer team in that stretch, and then they you know beat them at their own game at the end. They, the, the Heat were hitting the offensive glass hard all game long, but the Celtics did it even better in those last couple of seconds there, and, and that was the game. All right, the Butler foul, you know, the the three shots from the line, all that. I mean, you know, you got people calling in saying it should be Robert Williams in that situation. Uh, I think it's a double dribble. Uh, I'm also not convinced they should have given .9 back on the clock. I'm also not still convinced that Joe Mazzulla should have challenged the play, even though it kind of ended up working out for him because he got the extra time on the clock, even though maybe they didn't deserve I mean, there's so much to impact there. What was your takeaway from that sequence? If anything else, I do think, like, Horford versus Rob in that situation, I don't think that's going to make a big deal. Rob was fouling plenty in that game, and he's he, he Horford was playing better overall in that game, so I don't think you can second-guess that. As far as the challenge goes, you had nothing to lose in that spot. They were going to re- review that play for a two-point versus a three-point shot attempt regardless, and the Celtics had two timeouts there, so... Use a challenge. Even if it's wrong, you still have one timeout left, which they obviously used on the final play leading up to the white putback there. And I don't know. I feel like the refs maybe, they probably watched that play and were like, ooh, we didn't call that Butler double dribble. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's call, let's give the Celtics an extra second here just to try to even things out a little bit there because we can't, we can't call the double dribble in hindsight, but we're going to give, we're going to say we call that foul as, as early as possible there to, quote-unquote, try to even things out. And, boy, did the Celtics need every tenth of a second they got in that spot. But it is, it is I am fascinated, Matt. That last two-minute report oh. will be coming out in T-minus nine minutes, right, 90 minutes right now. Like, stay tuned for that one. Oof. Oh, boy, I wish we were on the air at 5 o'clock to actually make that happen. That'll be a discussion tomorrow <laughs> for sure, the, uh, the last two minutes report. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it. There are a million things that could have gone – either you know the Celtics way or the Heat way and I, I do kind of feel like it all evened out in the end and I think the deserving team won but doesn't mean the journey to get there uh, wasn't one hell of an experience so now the Celtics tied 3-3 an opportunity to be the first team in NBA history to come back 3-0 down are they getting it done Monday night B-Rob yes or no I think they are I think this is this is the first time I mean three other teams have forced the game seven Matt um, in the NBA but no one's had it at home before. And the Celtics team, like, if you look at Jimmy Butler last night, if you look at Bam last night, I think those guys are running on fumes right now. 
Like they've they've left it all out there. And and Butler, to his credit, he found he dug deep and and found was able to score 15 points in that fourth quarter. Kind of you know summoned the will if you in those spots to 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 hope that he could escape with that one. But then they let it slip away. And now the Celtics come home. They they've had their trouble at the Garden all postseason long, but they've won both of their elimination games in these spots there. They're not going to shoot 20% from three-point range again. They're probably going to get better performances from a lot of role pieces mm-hmm. that were not no-shows last night, but definitely hurt them offensively down the stretch. And more than anything else, Matt, like Jason Tatum after that game, he knows this is they, like they got an extra chance here. Yeah, like he was going to be the the goat of that game because he missed all those shots down the stretch against the zone defense when the Heat went to zone with four minutes left. Yeah, and so Tatum realized like that that was going to go away. That was going to be for as much as this win is going to stand out in Celtics history. That collapse would have stood out above any collapse in Celtics history because it was Game Seven against the Heat last year. Except this time they lose. Yep, and they lose to an eight seed in that spot. So. I think they're going to realize that fact, and I think they're going to rally around that from an effort standpoint, from an execution standpoint. I think that they've they've got the heat on the ropes here, and they they know that they they have the the manpower to get it done. B Rob, get some rest. I know it's been a whirlwind forty eight <laughs> hours for you. Uh, seriously, get some rest. We need you. Uh, we need you uh, firing on all cylinders tomorrow uh, for your coverage game seven. Appreciate you coming on as always, man. All right, thanks, Matt.